This is a Glass Box Media Podcast. Keegan. I'm Christina. Okay, so I'm kind of trying to like be a little off grid, kind of stay off right. offline, a little less online these days. A little less sosh. A little less sosh, yes. Um, but I have been seeing nonstop when I am online, all anybody is talking about is this Ariana Grande, Ethan Slater situation. So I the first didn't know about it until you guys texted me and I still don't know that much about it. So the first I heard about it was actually Tom Kenny, who is the voice of SpongeBob, mm-hmm. like made like kind of like a joking tweet, like, hey, everyone, we are fine. My husband is not leaving me for Ariana Grande. Because that guy's like 60, yeah, right? He's like, older. Yeah. yeah, he's older. He's um, arguably better looking than <laughs> <laughs> what I'll say. So. Because Ariana is dating SpongeBob. And that's kind of the thing that the, people kept saying, like, oh, she's dating SpongeBob. But she's dating the Broadway, the Broadway actor. Who played SpongeBob. Yes, on stage. Who also, Which is just also like who knew that there was a Broadway show? I, I did. I but did not. Not a clue. Yeah, yeah. I, I did know that, but I'm very into theater. Right. But yeah, like, and they met on Wicked. So they're, yes. he's, he is he's a, a theater, theater guy. guy. Yeah. And I think he's trying to make, because I've done a lot of reading about this and I think he's trying to make the transition into films and stuff. And that has quote unquote played into the distance between him and his wife because he's trying to move to Los Angeles, mm. to like get his career gro- going in LA. But this situation is his wife in theater. I, that- I don't know. I Googled yeah. her. And I couldn't really, yeah. So I'm not Mm. entirely certain. Can you imagine being this woman? And that is your husband. Yeah. And he's leaving you now for for Ariana Grande. And they had a baby less than a year ago. Oh, Oh, I want to Yeah, they had a baby in August of 2022. That guy looks like a baby. He, yes. Because Ariana Grande married that guy Dalton Gomez who nobody knew he's like a no. real estate agent he was cute, cute. he's cute it cute. came no. out of nowhere they got married in like in May of 2021 she goes hard and she goes fast she goes hard and fast she yeah. falls super hard super fast I think yeah, yeah. Uh, she's Pisces she's a cancer oh there you like, go oh, there you go <laughs> there it yeah. is there it is that makes sense yep had to be a water sign oh. <laughs> it, it absolutely was she meets someone new and she's already thinking about their wedding day like yeah Yeah. um but yeah so they began dating they got engaged like i think they only dated for a few months and Mm. then like got engaged in 2020 got married in 2021 fast yes so super fast spent spent of all a quarantine together Uh uh-huh spongebob and his wife Got married so, sometime before no that. Name. He is SpongeBob. <laughs> Ethan Slater is um, his no, name. No, it's fine. Do we care? No. Yeah, not really. And then they had a baby last August, and then I guess he. So he is going to move across the country without his baby. I guess that seems that's so. That's I mean, the whole situation is very oof. suspect. Yeah, because they. How long have they been working on Wicked? For quite a while, they've been shooting that for. A oh, while, it's I the think. Movie. The movie. Oh, I Wicked, thought the they movie. Were doing... Because I Ariana Grande was... plays Glinda in the movie. And so, he plays. Interesting. Bach? I'm not sure. Oh. 
I'm not sure. But anyway, so they met they met doing that. So there were kind of they were close, I guess, Ugh. on the set. But it was only in the last two weeks, like literally from the time we're recording right now. It was three days ago. That That's he why filed. she's blonde now. It all is making sense. Yes, it's all blonde coming for together. Glenda. Glenda. Blonde for Glenda. Yeah. But um, three days ago, he filed for divorce. And it was like only like two weeks ago that Ariana Grande separated from her husband. Whoa. So popular. You're not going to be popular. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then it was like Ooh. 10 days ago from the time we're recording this, that she deleted all their wedding photos off Ooh. of her Instagram. Ouch. So that hurts real yeah. painful. And then, um, just recently, just this week, his wife released a statement about oh, this situation. She says she's completely blindsided. Of course, of course she yeah. is. Mm-hmm. Imagine you just had a, baby with this guy and that's what he looks like you're like i'm safe Cassie, you are ruthless you are too, too, too ruthless far. that's far. amazing too far. we can cut that out <laughs> sorry i mean it was no funny. but yeah i mean jeez man that's ariana complicated. has a very interesting taste in men she has dated the entire spectrum yeah. like i don't think she has a type, type i don't right. think she has a type you know, I wonder if she's got like a little bit of that runaway bride thing yeah. where it's just like she's like, I'm a musical theater girly now, so I have to date a musical theater guy. You know, like yeah. I think it's like that thing where she's she just changes. Like, she's had several iterations of, yeah. I mean, when you put her like teen picture side by side, I'm mm-hmm. like, that cannot it's be the, doesn't same look like the same person. She looked all. so much like Brittany Murphy when she, she was wow, like originally. She looked when so you much said like that, her. I was like, holy shit, yeah. she really did. Who, so she's dated, she's dated. So I have her dating history pulled up here. Oh, okay. A lot of these people I don't recognize, like Nathan's, Nathan Sykes. I don't know who that is. Jai Brooks. I don't know who that is, but Big Sean. So I know who that is. And that man is good looking. That man is good looking. That man is fine. Okay. That man is good looking. Mm -hmm. And that is, she is a different person in that picture than she Mm -hmm. is with other people. She sure is. It's Mm -hmm. weird. Yeah. She changes. You're right. Yep. Ricky, like the Kardashians a lot. Reminds me of that. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. I, I've got feelings on I that don't love that it. go deeper. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't love it either. You don't know yourself if that's oh, that what you're doing. They just keep changing. Yeah. Because look at this picture of her with Mac Miller. And it's like, that feels very different. Yep. And I, also part of it is about growing up and like sure. we change. Like there are definitely yeah, different iterations changes. of me. Like no, throughout your time. style changes, but skin color oh yeah oh well i mean <laughs> ethnicity <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 that's the part that feels a little like mm-hmm. i don't know side enough eye. about it but i've i've been side-eyeing that yeah that for a while. tan is very intense very yeah. very intense um so she did date pete davidson right. obviously she dated mac miller ricky alvarez was a backup dancer oh, he's, of hers he's, he's pretty, pretty good looking. looking oh yeah Ooh, mm-hmm. he's yeah, he's good looking. Let's see who else we got here. I think that's so. This should be our FMK. Yeah, oh, for I sure. love. Sure. I love Big Sean, Pete Davidson. Yeah, um, I don't know who. A lot of these people, I don't know them. Like Mickey Foster, I, I have that. no idea who this person is. Mm-mm. And then of course her husband Dalton, Dalton Aww. Gomez. He seems Aww. so sweet. He does seem sweet. I know nothing about him, but not a thing. Well, we we've got to do SpongeBob and then yeah. Ethan, Ethan yeah. Slater. 
<laughs> I mean, what is Yikes. happening? We don't know. We don't know what's happening. Okay, so I mean, I think Big Sean for sure. Yeah, has got to be in there. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I think you had to Pete Davidson. I know yes. we've done him before. Yeah, but this but is very a, specific. It's been a while. Yeah. It's been a while. We cannot <laughs> welcome back, Pete. We cannot <laughs> do <laughs> welcome back. Hi, Pete. We cannot do Mac Miller. No, no, we can't. No, yeah. He actually seemed like a sweetie too. He did, yeah, but yeah. Um. Okay, and then we want to do Ethan. Yeah. Ooh, I, I mean, well, now we, we've got an easy kill. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Oh, I better put his real name in. I just SpongeBob. Sorry. You're about to write SpongeBob. <laughs> yes. In yes. Because I'll, I'll never remember it. I'll be like, what's his name? Okay. I know what I'm going to do. All right. <laughs> I think I think I'm going to marry Pete Davidson, actually. Okay. Um, He seems like he's gone through a lot. But he also is very, very, very knows that he's gone through a lot. And he also Dude. knows that he needs therapy. And I love that he embraces that about himself. Hanging around too. you guys would be like a nonstop. <laughs> oh like my God. I'm tired. Oh, I'm tired yes. thinking about it. I'm not going to lie to you. Like, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Just us sorry, dad sorry. jokes. <laughs> um, I'm going to fuck Big Sean. Cause nice. Have you seen hot, that guy? Hot. hot. I don't know hot. anything about him, but hot. And I'm going to be not friends with ethan i'm gonna be not friends i'm gonna I be friends with ethan not slater's not wife uh, lily yeah okay I had forgotten that pete davidson is a scorpio so you know he's oh. gonna be Oof. good in bed Ooh, yeah. oh that, yeah and he's yeah God, could you imagine a scorpio and a cancer those two oh no Oof. no i can't believe they dated at all that <laughs> no. sounds like a nightmare honestly not, you can't oh, yeah. have that no like as much as i i get along with scorpios super super well but I'm like, I don't think I could date one. They're so fickle. It's just like a Scorpio and a Pisces. We can't be together. I That's know. what a disaster. Honestly, a scare- Scorpio and Aries. I could see why you guys were already nervous. <laughs> wow. Um, danger. That is mm, dangerous. You see, we are going to end up divorced within the year for well, sure. <laughs> That's, that's the thing. Is, no way. I don't think. There's no longevity in this. Pete Davidson cycles through Even though my oldest friend is literally a Scorpio. Yeah. <laughs> so. He cycles through relationships quickly. And I and don't I'm not even saying that as that's like necessarily a terrible thing. Like mm-hmm. he seems pretty self-aware. I don't know that he would get married because mm-hmm. I think he's like pretty aware. <laughs> you know, I, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, uh, no. He seems like somebody that that won't settle down until like maybe he in his knows 40s he's ready. Yeah. He probably knows yeah. he's really mm-hmm. ready. Yeah, I can see that. And good for him. Yeah, yeah. good. Um, Wait, so did you look up the other signs? Oh, I sure did. Of course you did. Big Sean is an Aries. Yeah, baby. Oy. And uh, Ethan Slater is a Gemini. <laughs> I'm so upset because I really love Geminis. Well, maybe you'd love him. I don't know. This guy has got to have some riz, right? Listen. A little bit. I, right? just, I don't love the nature in which this went down. No. I don't. I don't Neither do I. I don't. It makes sense now. A showmance, yeah. It's yeah. a showmance, yeah. yeah. That's definitely what it is. We're all, you know, we've all done theater. Yeah. We know how it goes. Yeah. And musicals are a special kind of bonding. Yeah, exactly. It is different. It's it very different. It's, anything else. It's just, it's it's an intensity. It's so intense. Yeah. And even if it's, you know, I've never done a movie musical, but I imagine at least the lead up to filming has got to be similar in that, like, you are doing 
crazy rehearsals mm-hmm. yeah. where like you are there all day and night. You're mm-hmm. doing vocal rehearsals. Mm-hmm. You're doing dance rehearsals. Yep. Like this is your new family for yeah. a while. Right. Yeah. For sure. For so sure. I, people get really, 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 really close of whenever course. they do musicals. Yeah. So I, I get what <sighs> happened here. Yes. Are you, know? you guys excited to hear Ariana Grande's version of popular? Because to um, me, in my mind, it is will always she can sing. be. Oh, she, bitch can fucking belt yeah. a tune. She, she can, can. I just feel like it's such a, ba, 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 you know, like that's not her style, and it's very much the style of yeah, uh, you, what's Kristen Chenoweth. Yes, you know she, she I'm sure has been working with a vocal coach, of course, and like because that's my concern with Ariana Grande. I think her voice is she's stunning. Of I mean, course. obviously, her voice yeah. is incredible, it's but she does different. tend to push things into the back of her throat. She doesn't. Um, articulate yes. as well which is very different from Kristen Chenoweth right. who is very very Clipped. much musical a musical theater, theater mm-hmm. person who articulates yeah. every Tip word the tongue and the teeth yeah yes. yeah yeah, yeah, to- yeah wow for sure yeah. so we have the same <laughs> vocal coach oh we gosh. all did yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. mommy made me match my M&Ms um <laughs> <laughs> we all did wow but but I yeah a, I just got goosebumps <laughs> <laughs> just threw you back in time Ooh. a little bit whoa Mm-hmm. this is okay, i truly I'm, don't know what to do i'm not sure what to do either because i feel happy with my decision i don't I stand by it no big sean well enough i get that's, that's fuck boy at. energy from him mm-hmm. yeah um but i don't know if i can that's why i'm gonna fuck that boy marry pete davidson i don't know if i could marry him i think that I'm glad that he's self-aware. I'm glad that he's in therapy. I think he's good at taking care of his mental health and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But I do think it would be a lot, a lot for both of us Mm -hmm. on the regular. Mm -hmm. So this is a tough one for you guys. It's tough. For me, this one was pretty simple. I felt. I'm going to take my chances. I'm going to marry Big Sean. Okay. I'm going to marry him. Okay. I feel like, like I pray that we don't hear anything bad. I hope like we don't get like a... Yeah. Oh, I know. Oh, he's yeah, been yeah. canceled. You guys didn't know that? Oh, oh God. no. I'm waiting for that to happen. I know. I'm I know. so I really nervous. Am. I'm always yeah. nervous. Yeah. Here's the thing. Because, I mean, we have so many episodes now and like it's, bound, damn, to it's bound to yeah, happen it's at some point <laughs> we don't know what the fuck we're talking about <laughs> i feel like that's <laughs> been made that clear enough. thank you so much for just yeah. reiterating that i yeah. feel like it's been a while since we've said it like we, <laughs> i'm a fucking idiot Listen, i will say that too. with my full chest i'm out, here for so. fun i don't know yeah, if, i'm uh, here like, for a fucking good time we don't know these people I no yeah. and i hope you're also here for a good time that <laughs> exactly. is what we are here for everyone but we also do like learning so like yes if 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 he's a piece of shit if he's a piece Certainly. of shit please, please do call him out i will let us know call us out and know this now i know fake marriage so fast yeah if oh. that's the case exactly <laughs> yeah. um but you know, i'm not going through with it i, I do mind. feel like a pisces aries i feel like i i feel like i might be able to make it work it's tricky it's tricky but you know what because i like you i know but aries <laughs> tend to speak first think later so sometimes oh, we get my accident- fifi's hurt yeah we mm-hmm. accidentally hurt pacey's feelings a lot and yeah. that and that's i'm a sensitive little baby but that's we don't mean to if you can understand that about us is that <laughs> we never have the intention to truly hurt someone unless you fucked us royally and then we intend to actually hurt you that man mm-hmm. is truly beautiful though he is yeah. he's very pretty. very hot i um, love i mean you guys the babies mm, cute yeah. beautiful good cheekbones beautiful babies um 
I'm going to fuck Pete Davidson, as is yeah. my way. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like every time he's come up on this <laughs> on this podcast, this uh, I've always fucked Pete Davidson. Yeah. I stand by it. Yeah. Um, he, he, I'm going to climb that like a tree because that motherfucker's yeah. tall as hell. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. So that sounds good. He's tattooed. I think it'd be yeah. a good time. Yeah. Also, just like, I feel like... I mean, I would need him to like sanitize his situation, but also I would feel honored yeah. because of, you the, the, of the women who have come before me. Oh, literally. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> literally. <laughs> come before me. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. I would feel like very like, oh, wow. Like, yeah. you in know, the, you're in the, I'm in the presence in of the dick of greatness mm-hmm. yeah i'm in a I'm, dick of greatness i'm in a hall of fame i'm in a hall of fame with like fucking kate beckinsale yeah. oh i know like, god is gorgeous because <laughs> i mean he's got good taste we know that he, yeah he so, sure does so there you go and he's got something going on for he real must. like mm-hmm. he, must. he yeah i i love that for me um and then yeah i'm gonna be not friends with ethan i don't know him well yeah. enough and this situation is, is sus. Yeah, yeah I kind of want to like it. take. I want to take his wife out for like a glass of wine. Yeah, that's what I want. Yeah, yeah call us, Lily. Lily, we we're open. You. We're here for you. Mm-hmm. Listen, I have been thinking this whole time trying to find something that would work for me. <laughs> it's <laughs> yeah, it's, this is tough. Hey, listen, none of this is great. It's not. And I know it's you don't not. like an Aries anymore. No. But- no. I do think the Scorpio is best for you. If I'm honest. Yeah. Of, yeah. Actually, of the listed of the listed categories uh, of the you know what? you're the one who can handle a scorpio and of the three of us i actually think yeah you could make a relationship with pete davidson work better than any of us than cassie or i yeah. i think yeah. i think that that's who i have to marry i think it's wise yeah yeah i think it's actually a good I decision for you don't i would the pers- way pete davidson needs a capricorn woman yeah oh my god i'm sorry i don't mean to interrupt you but the control. way mm-hmm. that he needs a capricorn woman yeah yeah Oof. Mm-hmm. i I love this. I'm too old and tired to train a guy again, but yeah. for Pete Davidson, you know. For you, I will. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, yeah, I think I'm going to marry Pete Davidson. Yeah, it's a wise decision. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do it. What are you obstinate. about to do? <laughs> Don't do it just to be obstinate. <laughs> I'm not doing Are you just to be being contrarian? Uh, no, you I'm can't. Thinking, he cannot. I, you can't. But he's got to have something. Baby. No, I swear to God. <laughs> Christina. He's dating Ariana Grande. His what teeth is look he like doing? they hurt. <laughs> they look like they're made out of wood. That's for sure. said she, he looked like a ventriloquist doll, and it's all I see. <laughs> we have to cut all this out. We can't keep this in. It's awful. <laughs> no, we can. It's fine. Um, yeah, I'm going to fuck Ethan Slater. I said it. I have a no Please Aries report rule. back. I have I a no Aries rule, and that's I gotta know. Stuck. All and you, you know have to what? do is fuck him, <laughs> girl. You won't have to marry him. I had terrible sex. You'd with rather an Aries fuck a Gemini? For, yeah. Yeah. Wow. One that pulled Ariana Grande. Yes. Actually, I feel like Gemini's are good at sex. No, I don't know. <laughs> I've I never like, had one. <laughs> I, I I get an energy. You know, I listen. I love Gemini's. You'll never get me to say a bad word about Gemini's. My one of my favorite signs. Curiosity is peaked to such a degree that I'm I'm gonna let you do this. Okay, because I, I want to okay. know. I want to know. I could. I, I I'm giving my permission. Bitch, you are a full grown ass woman. You can do whatever you want. You think I won't make fun of your dumb ass for the rest of your fucking life? Though you're out of your goddamn mind. <laughs> I just want to know what it's like. I gotta I know. Also, don't. you know, I haven't seen but any clips of him. 
he's got to be pretty talented. Yeah, I he's got to like be pretty talented. I have seen Big Sean perform, and it was very lackluster. Oh, so that's disappointing. I will say, maybe talent is hot. Talent yeah. is very hot. So maybe I just don't get it because I haven't seen the man right do his thing. Yeah, yet. Uh, I don't know. I will report back. Thank I will you let very you much. know. And then I'm gonna be friends, friends with, with Big, Big Sean. Sean. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, clearly okay. Aries friendships work for you. Exactly. Just not yeah. anything else. Yeah. So, okay. well, I guess we're not wife swapping, huh? <laughs> <laughs> That's weird. That didn't make sense. That would have been the other way around anyway. Oh, Ugh. my gosh. Well, you guys want to take five and we'll come back with stories. Oh, sounds yes. good. And we're back. Okay. Actually, before we start stories, mm-hmm. because I like to throw this in at random places throughout. Ooh. I just want to remind the listeners. To leave reviews, please. Oh, yay. <laughs> yes. Also, don't we have a patron? We do have a new patron. Uh, we want to give a big worsty welcome to Lisa. Thank you so much for joining us whoop, on whoop. Patreon. We are so excited to have you. Um, also, we got a message from Chissa that she hadn't received her physical rewards from us. They were words that we send in the mail. We are so sorry about that. We are going to get those out to you today, but this is a good reminder that if you have not received your rewards from us, please don't hesitate to reach out. It is never intentional. Um, If for whatever reason they haven't made it to you, or we haven't gotten them out last week. So yeah. 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 Or we haven't gotten them out to you. Don't hesitate to reach out. We will absolutely do that. ASAP. Exactly. Of course. Of course. All right. Well, hopping into stories. All right. So the story said I had my worst date ever yesterday. (laughs) 27 year old female. I met this guy on the internet. In the end, the guy suggested the first meeting. He said we, he knew a place, uh, a nice restaurant and a cinema and asked if we could go there. I agreed. As it turned out, we walked for hours around town and didn't even mention the cinema or the restaurant. I will add all this with a heavy sleet and 40 degree temperature. What? Uh, so they agreed to meet. They end up just walking around. And it's sleeting? Oh, you couldn't get my no. ass out in that. No. Uh-uh. Like, no, no, no. Are we going to make it to this place that you mentioned? Can we make uh-uh. it any anywhere? Yeah. Yeah, Inside. I don't care where we're going. I don't want to be out in sleet. Gross. No. Then we got on some city bus. He claimed for a long time that he knows where we are going and uh, what turned out. We got off on the outskirts of the city where we waited an hour for the next city bus. He asked if I'm cold. I said, yes, I'm very cold. Yeah. And I'm all wet from the rain. Oh, no. The day is over. I I cannot be uncomfortable. What are we doing? I was in Springfield and it wasn't even cold. It was hot, but it was raining Mm. and I needed to go pick up coffee. I got downtown to the coffee house where I was going to pick up coffee I drove, like, I did one circle. There was no parking, Mm-mm. like, immediately nearby. I you, fucking went no, home. No I was like, I'm yeah. not getting out of this car. I'm brewing coffee. I'm not trying to get, like, wet out here. No, 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 no. no. Not for no, coffee. No, no, no. No. I'm no. going home. I don't want to be uncomfortable. I can make my own fucking coffee uh-uh. at that point. I thought it would enlighten him, and we'd finally go somewhere. I wasn't wrong. We went to the cinema, but only to check out the repertoire. What? Only to look at what's playing well, and then done that at home after an hour, two hours. No, no, wait, regal.com. Wait, I can, I can read better. about these at home. Uh, uh-uh. uh. Same in the restaurant. We read the menu and he said, it's a nice restaurant and we can go there for a second date. What? 
is <laughs> happening. He took her on a preview. <laughs> No. It's the weirdest fucking thing I've ever read. After reading the menu, he suggested that our visit to the restaurant was coming to an end. I dreamed of a hot tea and a meal. <laughs> I would love to buy something, but even more than that, I wanted this meeting to end. I'm astounded. Could you this. imagine? No. It's so wild. No, 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 no. One thing is for sure, there will be no second date. So Absolutely unfortunately, not. I will never get to taste the delicacies from this restaurant. Unless I go there someday on another circumstance. I came back cold and soaked to the skin. Hold Today on. I have a cold. So he literally yeah. didn't, they didn't do anything. No, no. He didn't they walked buy around in the anything. Rain. They just walked around and, in the rain. and read shit. And no. visited the, <laughs> I, the theater where there was some, he, you know. He literally took her on a, a trailer Preview. for a, a, a the next date. No. <laughs> Horrifying. <laughs> Let's go check out the menu at this really nice restaurant that I was talking about. Yep, looks nice. Goodbye. Goodbye. (laughs) What the fuck is wrong with you? At that point, just like take me to In and Out. Like at that point, just like feed me. Yeah, truly. Just let me get out of the rain. Let me get something like warm, like a tea or something. Take me to Panera. Get me some soup. Truly. Just get me out of this whole situation. All right. (laughs) You will definitely love this. (laughs) Okay. I was dating this extremely handsome guy for about a month when he invited me to his female best friend's birthday get together. Mm -hmm. Uh He was attractive, charming, and smart. So I was excited and looking forward to this. The plan was to have lunch at a seafood restaurant three hours away and stop to visit a few local attractions along the way. I didn't want to drive. I'm sorry. Why are you going three hours? I'm assuming this is where his, it's where the party is. Yeah, Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Okay. So I didn't want to drive because I didn't know the route. And so I drove with him and three other people in one car. There were five people in total. Mm-hmm. After we met up, the first stop was at the gas station to fill up the tank. Okay. Everyone took money out to contribute to gas. I thought he was going to contribute for us, but that was not the case. He nudged me and asked me for my portion of it. I was shocked, but not caught off guard because I never travel without money. Anyway, we get to place number two, walked up to the counter to pay. He paid for himself, which was another shocker. I kept my cool because, again, I had money to cover myself. We finally arrived at the seafood restaurant, and we were all ordering. He made it clear in front of everyone that he was only paying for his order. Damn, dude. Why did you invite me? (laughs) Like, I get it. Here's the thing. But you invited me to a three-hour something, three hours away. Mm -hmm. Right. Yes. I'm going as your date. And it's like, okay, I get it. I wouldn't be here otherwise. I wouldn't expect someone to pay for like everything or whatever. But like now it's getting to the point where it's like, okay, bro, I get it. I get it. (laughs) I'll just pay for everything. You don't need to make a big deal about it. So you made it clear in front of everyone that he was only paying for his order. I got embarrassed because everyone knew we were a couple and he came off as extremely mean and disrespectful. But I was still good because I had my cash. Yeah. Why not just have a conversation before the That's trip? Right. This yeah. could have all been handled in a yeah, brief or conversation like, beforehand. Honestly, I even would have been like, you know, I could Venmo you before we go. Like yeah. anything. This didn't need yeah. to be this big public production. Right. Exactly. Ugh, I hate turning it into a public production. The meals came. We paid and we ate. A different waitress came to our table and asked if we were okay. And we told her we wanted to order drinks. He ordered a beer for five bucks. I ordered a bottle of water for 50 cents. The waitress put the beer and water on one bill because she saw us sitting close and holding hands. Did he want to fucking split this bill? Do not. 
When the bill came. I swear to God. When the bill came, he paid for the beer only and told her to collect the 50 cents for me. Are you kidding me? I just slammed my hand on the table. So if you heard that, I'm sorry. But what the fuck? That is so fucking fucking weird. The petty. Bro, I would cover that for like anybody. Anybody. You know what I mean? It's 50 cents. Even somebody I don't even like that well. I lose 50 cents in my car. Like I I lose 50 cents at the bottom of my purse. Like what are you talking about? I would do that for an acquaintance. Yeah, that's so weird. It's the weirdest fucking thing. (laughs) He paid for the beer only and told the waitress to collect the 50 cents from me. The whole table went silent. I paid and got up and went to the car and waited by myself until everyone was there ready. The three-hour drive home was so awkward. The, the thing is, it makes him look like an yeah. asshole in front of his friends. Yeah. Like, they're probably like, when, bro. I hope when she walked away, everybody was like, are you fucking serious yeah. right now? What the fuck is wrong with you? He kept asking why the attitude <gasps> oh, you when he tried kidding to me. kiss the and hold me. Get off. Nerve. <laughs> he didn't see anything wrong with his actions. Ask your friends. Honey, they'll tell, they'll you. tell they'll you. They'll tell you. I'm surprised Everyone they didn't already. I would. I would. Yeah. If yeah. we were out with, with somebody and they were doing that and like, that girl got serious? up and went and stood by the car, all, all three of yeah. us, I think, would be like, are you kidding right now? What because, the fuck is wrong with you? Dude? Yeah. yeah. Because we, we do like have that? a couple single guys in our group or whatever. And if I saw that, Honey, I'd be like, Lyndon, what is wrong with you? <laughs> yeah. And he I'm wouldn't. Just, he, he wouldn't. Never. He wouldn't. Yeah, like to but, be fair, let's not disparage my friend. No, no, no. He, he definitely wouldn't. But yeah, like yeah. that's the thing. Like, but all no. of us would be like, dude. Yeah. <laughs> what is what is going on? In fact, if that happened, any one of us would be like, okay, I got you fifty. I got your fifty cents. <laughs> what to make, like, a po- to make a point? Yeah, too. I'd be like, yeah. no, no, I'll cover. Her. I got it. <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah. Yeah. Awful. So when I got home, he sent an apology text explaining he didn't realize what he did and he didn't intend to embarrass me. Uh huh. So I bet a friend did yeah. talk to him. Yeah. One of his as friends. As soon as he dropped did. her off, yeah. the friends in the car were like, "Are you? Yeah. Have you lost your fucking you, mind? You don't get why? She, because probably they dropped her off, and then he was like, "What's her problem?" And everybody in the car was like, "Her? No. What's your <laughs> problem?" Yes. <laughs> Ended the relationship after when I asked him to collect a package for from me two blocks from his office, and he was only willing to do it if I bought him back the gas it took okay. him to drive. Stop what the fuck is what this guy? happened to you? Is what he, happened was he to you? Raised in the depression? Yeah. What the fuck is wrong with him? I understand frugality, Honey, and yes. I can respect frugality. I can't even calculate whole other le- the gas. Yeah. <laughs> Per mileage, there is a mileage rate. You I guess gotta that's, be I, like, honestly, at the time, uh, but you gotta account for the time it takes. I'd you rather to- get a task rabbit and pay uh, truly, that to do this truly. like you are garbage you might as well at that point yeah truly what a fucking moron god damn unbelievable <laughs> horrifying wow <laughs> so extra okay a dude i'd been dating for a few months said he wanted to take me away for a weekend in the city where his brother and sister-in-law lived i thought ooh, romantic weekend away and meeting his family kind of a big deal We were in college and neither of us had a car, but one of his buddies was from that city. The buddy was going home that weekend, so we rode up with him. Oh, perfect. No problem. I was a broke college student and didn't mind saving some money. We got to the city and the buddy dropped us off at at the brother's house. We walked in and there were boxes everywhere. Oh, no. I am not coming here to help you move. (laughs) Surprise. We were there to help them move. No. No. Uh, (laughs) Dude, someone has... In the middle, in 
almost end in sight. No. It fucking sucks. sucks so moving sucks. Bad. Yeah. yeah. It's moving the worst. It's the worst. Yeah. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Fuck you. Mm-hmm. That's not a. Fu- oh. No. I, you got to give somebody a heads up. You got to. I was annoyed that dude didn't let me know ahead of time, but we were there. So might as well help up. Help out. We. That's my attitude for sure. I mean, you're already there. Also too. If I had known ahead of time, I'm like, I love to organize. Yeah. Let me help. Put me on that. Put, put yeah. Me I mean, and they don't have a car. So it's kind of yeah. like, well, you're here, you know? Yeah. yeah. We finished packing up things in the living room and moved to the kitchen. But this is also someone you don't know. So you're just packing for a stranger. Right. Yeah. Because you've never met. Imagine like this is the first time you're meeting so the person your you're dating's yeah. like family. And I'm going through your shit. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I don't love no. this. Mm-hmm. Sis- no, because that's the other thing, too, is that a big part of moving is being like, oh, I don't want to carry this to the next place. Yeah, right. I'm going to chuck Throw it. it away. So, like, if you don't know these people, you know what I mean? Yeah. There's no there's no purge. Yeah. That's, yeah. yeah. Sister-in-law opened a locked cabinet and started taking out stacks and stacks of drugs. <gasps> Turned out... The brother and sister-in-law were actual fucking drug dealers. No way. I told them, hey, I'm happy to bubble wrap your tchotchkes and dishes, but I am not helping you pack your stacks and stacks of drugs. Holy shit. shit. Fast forward to two days later, brother and sister-in-law are fully moved into their new place and take dude and me to breakfast to thank us. They offer us both some money too, but I was like, "Mm, maybe I shouldn't take take money money. from drug dealers for indirectly helping them move their stacks and stacks of drugs. (laughs) Dude, (laughs) dude, I was dating was like, I'll take her share then. Yoink. Fuck yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Me too. I ain't too proud to take your money. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then headed to the sporting goods store nearby to buy a tennis racket. Then we hop in his brother's car and I ask, where and when are we meeting Buddy to drive back down to the college no. town? Dude says, oh, he went back down yesterday. Oh. <gasps> the how, guy they got a ride with. How are they getting back home? We're hitchhiking back. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Honey, you got me uh, twisted. What is this? 1976? Mm-hmm. Even then. What is that idea? happening? At this point, I was furious and said, hitchhiking. so you're telling me yeah. that you knew we didn't have a ride back and you spent the money you had on, on a, a tennis, tennis racket, racket instead of some fucking bus tickets. Oh, I didn't think about that. Oh my God. Yeah, dude. Clearly you didn't. And the brother then drops us off at an on-ramp to the freeway. You're no <laughs> <laughs> motherfucker. No. I think the brother has to drive you back the to brother, college. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? You're going to let your brother fucking hitchhike? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Luckily, a very kind trucker picked us up and spent a good part of the four-hour <laughs> drive berating the dude for putting me in danger. Yep. <laughs> wow. Oh, my. <laughs> I am done with this shit. Can you imagine? No. I would panic the anxiety well, I that i would mom. have if i didn't have cash on me i, I would, would i would, I would too mom. i would be yeah. like mommy but although maybe her family wasn't anywhere nearby because people go to college across no, no. the country my parents wouldn't even if they're not nearby they would give me money they, like Western 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 Union. Union. yeah some shit yeah Ooh, they'd send a hard paper check with before my mom's they, signature on uh-huh. it before they'd let you walk on the on-ramp of the of highway and yeah. try to fucking hitchhike Mm-mm. yeah no no i mm-hmm. no i'm not Horrifying. doing any of that ever that's awful I, 
am. I'm not just, words. He's, I don't, I, like, he's got his fuck? tennis racket just tucked under his I arm, getting into God, the truck. This like. motherfucker right here with a tennis racket. First How of all, expensive was screams, that tennis racket? Nothing screams privilege like having a tennis racket and then getting what? <laughs> I know it makes it's, no sense. Makes no sense. It's bananas. I'm so glad it's, that this trucker was like, "Are you fucking serious? Are you? Yeah, serious. I right could now. be anybody, dude." And how sore was I after moving like this whole mm-hmm. weekend? And mm-hmm. then no, now I gotta schlep it. Like, oh, I'd be so mad. Oh, oh, my oh God. I'd be so mad. That's awful. No oh words. my gosh. Uh, let's take five. We'll come back with the tainted love. <laughs> And we're back, and I have the tainted love story. And I know I already texted you guys because I have a good one. It's scandal on scandal. Yeah, we got okay. an all cap scandalous from you. Yeah. yeah. So, so I got most of my information for this. Actually, actually, I got full information from all three of these sources that I'm going to mention. Um, so I watched a Vanity Fair show called a murder most obsessive okay mm. i also read the article vanity fair article by dominic dunn oh nice yeah classic which because of the murder most obsessive um i have a little history with him as well involved in the story so mm-hmm. that'll be interesting um also a washington post article by a tom zito all right so <clears throat> this story is about vicky morgan um, she is, you know, wannabe actress, wannabe model mm-hmm. living in Los Angeles on the morning of July 7th, 1983, early in the morning, 33 year old Marvin Pancoast walks into the North Hollywood police department and confesses to murdering his roommate, Vicki Morgan hmm. and their apartment on Colfax. Wow. This is all feeling very, very, very local, very, very local for us. Very yeah. local. <laughs> wow. Mm-hmm. He says that he beat her with a baseball bat. Jesus. The PD are like, what the fuck? Okay. <laughs> so they, hey, yeah, you just have a little seat. Sees. We're going to go check out your apartment. And when they get to her apartment, they find Vicky on the floor of her bedroom. Dead. So let me tell you a little bit about Vicky Lynn Morgan. She was born on August 9th in 1952. Um, I'd read in the suburbs of LA, but also like her Wikipedia said she was born in Colorado at any rate. She was, even if she was born in Colorado, she mm-hmm. spent her youth, youth here in Los Angeles LA was home. suburb. Yeah. yeah. Um, she, uh, she was basically born uh, second child of her mother's and father's, um, second daughter. But right after she was born, her father up and left, he was like, I'm out. Mm. So, he was, you know, basically the breadwinner of the family. So they grew up kind of basically scrounging meal to meal, you oh. know, moms scraping by making ends meet, but it's a really tough childhood for her. And, you know, very early on, she's like, oh, I guess men equate safety, men equates mm-hmm. having food, you know, mm-hmm. security. It's a security thing, right? So yeah. for her, this is like her earliest lesson is that not having a man in her life has been an issue. Um, by the age of 16, she's already pregnant and having her first child. Mm. Well, her only child. So okay. spoiler alert, she doesn't have any more children, but she's pregnant and she decides, you know what? Fuck these suburbs of LA. I'm going to move into the city with my girlfriend. Oh, whoa, whoa. With a baby? Yeah. She's Ooh. like, here we go. We're going to make it. And and 
everybody is like, she's stunning. She's stunning. She's beautiful. She's like, I'm going to make it as an actress. I'm going to make it as a model. Let said everybody who's ever moved to LA. Oh, God, and this very is so quickly you mm-hmm. find out. Oh, this city chews you up and, and spits you out. Well, and I think you find out very quickly. Oh, I'm very pretty in my town. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I am a standout. I'm a stunner in my own world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But when you get into a world where everyone looks like you, you very quickly are like, mm-hmm. Oh, I'm just normal here. I'm yeah. just an average right. human being in this town. Yep. <laughs> you know, so it, it, it's tough. It, this is a it's like you said, it, New York's the same way. New York is very much any of those cities where you think you're going to go and you're just going to make your mark. You're like, oh, shit. You have to have a certain kind of tenacity for sure in either city. You have to, and you have to be able to take a lot. You yeah. cannot be yeah. like super sensitive. Oh, no. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough to be an it girl growing up your whole life being so mm-hmm. it, you know, yeah. the head turner, the, you Kale know, as old as time yeah, to be yeah. knocked down to a peg or two to mm-hmm. come into a city where you're just like, oh shit, I am dime a dozen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You know, just Oof. another pretty face. Um, it's around this time though. She's been here. I mean, and her and her friend are like really, they're struggling to make it because again, you know, it's hard to make money in the city if you are just trying to make it in those two fields and i'm guessing that she didn't finish high school probably not yeah i mean that's the assumption i also have at this point because they don't really speak to it but she is you know this is 1970 she's 17 years old now she's walking down sunset and this guy comes out of the restaurant and approaches her and he's like oh my god you're just so stunning i saw you in the restaurant and he was like you're beautiful. He's like starting to have these conversation with her. Like, Oh, do you play tennis? And my daughter plays tennis kind of like trying to be like the, the, you look familiar game. Mm. I don't know what he was trying to get at, but at the point being that he was just like, he was, he approached her Mm -hmm. and he was like, he handed her a piece of paper. So she thought, but it was an envelope. So she opens it on the way leaving him. It's an $8,000 check. I don't like that. Don't like that. I mean, but I've also been new to this city and broke yeah and like that would be so hard to turn down like somebody giving you eight thousand (laughs) dollars would be like so difficult to be like thank you angel out of nowhere yeah Yeah, exactly but imagine but it's you know we've talked about it many times on the show like what do i owe you you? Yeah. yeah right um, the man does end up reaching out to her, though. After I bet he does. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, he's he's smitten. He's mm-hmm. Mr. Smitten Kitten. Also, $8,000 in 80s money? Yeah, 1970. 1970? Oh, my gosh. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Shit, you can buy a house. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right? And that'd be worth like $1.2 today. <laughs> right. Exactly. The man reaches out to her, and she does agree to meet this older man for lunch. And he's, you know, just like, sure, why not? What can it hurt? Um, the man is... A 53-year-old man by the name of Alfred Bloomingdale. And she's 17. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, fucking gross. Yep. Alfred Bloomingdale. Yes. Okay. Of the Bloomingdale. Of the Bloomingdale. Bloomingdale's. Yes. Bloomies. <laughs> yes. Oh, it is? Oh, my no. God. <laughs> so $8,000 was oh, that nothing. One. Oh, yes. Literally. Nothing. So let it's me tell you about one of the richest men in the U.S. at the time. Not only is he the heir to the Bloomingdale fortune, he is. he's the... He created a uh, diner's club card. That mm-hmm. was him. So he is like fucking filthy. 
filthy rich. Right. Um, he's also very married. Mm. Of course he is. He don't care. He don't care. Yeah. His by his wife, Betsy Newlene, um, was the daughter of a very prominent Beverly Hills uh, doctor. They were the it couple. You know, she, Betsy Bloomingdale, was a notorious L.A. socialite. Um, everybody, she was in all the magazines. People knew Betsy Bloomingdale. She was a, like, regular at all the society parties. They are a society couple. They are, like, really close friends with all the movers and shakers. They're Dude. close friends with the Reagans. <laughs> it's giving me like the book that we were talking about, the the Twisted Hate oh. book or whatever, because they're all billionaires and all oh, like God, society yeah. things yeah. or whatever. It's giving that. I would yeah, be right so now. uncomfortable. Like I'm thinking about her, Vicky, yeah. and like someone outside that world. I would be so uncomfortable stepping into a world like that. Oh, around God. all at those people. Seventeen at seventeen years <laughs> yeah. old. Well, yeah. and I mean, yeah, it's, it's a lot. Um, although he is, you know, like, like I said, they're friends, really close friends with Nancy and, um, Ronnie, Ronnie. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, those are the kinds of people they're hanging out with. And this is of course, before Ronald's run for the presidency, this is 1970. Mm-hmm. So they're friends with a ton of people. In fact, they're actually friends with Dominic Dunn. Um, mm. so it was quite the scandal that he, this is actually the second story he wrote about, mm. Um, I kind of want to switch back to tell you a little bit about Dominic, Dominic Dunn and kind of just his relationship to this and the story. Mm-hmm. So Dominic Dunn, I'm, you guys know, but yeah. for our listeners, uh, is one of the most notorious um, prolific writers for Vanity Fair crime. He mm-hmm. is he was just well regarded um, and he started his career with Vanity Fair. It was actually a complete switch of his career. He was not a writer before his daughter died. His mm-hmm. daughter was right. actually murdered by her boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And during the process of the, the court system, all that stuff, he had sh- the guy who killed his daughter only got like three years. He basically got like involuntary manslaughter. It was a really, he just felt like there was no justice in it. And so for him, that's what he, that was his first story was to write this Vanity Fair article about his daughter. And I think just like his daughter, this next story that he writes about is Vicki Morgan. So this is only the second story he's ever written for Vanity Fair, but this is like, he's his, his MO as a writer was always about telling the story of women who were taken advantage of in this city by mm-hmm. people who had control and power. Yeah. And he wanted to expose that. And so I think that's what he attracted to him to the story right away is because that's exactly what this is about. A woman who was young and taken advantage of in a situation which she had no control. Mm-hmm. Um, so to tell you a little bit more about Alfred um, Bloomingdale, he, he was had this, you know, very public life, but he also had a very secretive life. Not only did they have a beautiful home in the Holmby Hills, which is kind of like, I don't, we know where it is, but it's for listeners. It's kind of between Bel Air and Brentwood, kind Mm -hmm. of that like Beverly Mm -hmm. Hills adjacent community. Yeah. Very, very richy rich, very richy rich. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I pass it every day on my way to work. Mm. Fantasize (laughs) about those big, beautiful houses. (laughs) (laughs) Um, he, living with his beautiful wife and this beautiful mansion in the Homeby Hills. But he also has a second home that he keeps up in the Sunset Hills for where he takes uh, sex workers and escorts. And he is, cause he is really into BDSM. Uh-huh. He is described 
on the Vanity Fair show as being a sadomasochist. Okay. He has that, that house in the Sunset Hills that he, where he takes people and he plays out his fantasies. This is his big sex house. Oh, <laughs> yeah. a, he's rich enough to have yeah. a sex house. Yeah. This I is do this, sex in that, that house. This, Not, is my, yeah. this is my live house. Yeah. The sex is, house is over there. Sunset is my sex house. Yeah. <laughs> that tracks. Yeah. yeah. So that's the kind of money we're it's talking. Giving House of Hammer. Oh, yep. really? It sure is. I actually mm-hmm. didn't watch it. it sure so I'm, Dude, oof. it's dark. Upsetting. Yeah. It is dark. Yeah, yeah. It's really dark. Yeah. And then, oh gosh, just thinking about her. She's 17. She's baby. new to the city. She just had a baby. Baby child. Like, oh. Yeah. Um, it, But it wasn't long uh, before he, you know, he's like, Vicky, I, I want you more than just as a sexual game. I want you, you as... 58... I want you right? as my mistress. 53. Okay. So uh, it, it's, that's. It's too much. It's too much. 17. I, I hate it. I, it's awful. I don't like that. It's absolutely awful. Alfred is just like, he, he's smitten with her. A 17 year old. What is your, okay. Yeah. What is your interest in a 17 year old? What are you talking I mean, she's about? She's beautiful. Yeah. Okay. Like how, lo- how long is that interesting? Sure. She's beautiful. She's sexy. She's sex house interesting. He has a wife for the other stuff, I guess. Ugh. I don't know. Gross. But she becomes his mid- mistress. Um, and Because he, he's like, this isn't a one night stand. This is, I want you in my life. So she's living at the sex house? No, she's going to get her own place. Oh, okay. That he's he, going to pay for. Yeah. He's yeah. obsessed with her. He, like I said, becomes her mistress. She, he starts paying her monthly to you know just kind of take care of her starts out with just a thousand dollars a month but then moves upwards to ten thousand dollars a month something's gotta happen here because somehow she made it to colfax with a roommate and no ho in the 80s yeah that that wasn't like a nice area 1983 Mm -hmm. colfax yeah yeah i don't know yeah he's he's given her money like up to ten thousand dollars a month can you imagine Buy what property, honey, girl, invest, invest. Yes. She does not. Well, um, she's 17. 17. That's right. Yeah. He paid for her place to stay, including a live-in maid. She drove a Mercedes, had a wardrobe of clothes and jewelry. Um, by 1973, Alfred didn't really seem interested at this point in really keeping it private. It kind of felt like mo- for him, it was more like, I hope I get caught. He, I mean, he's playing fast and loose, taking her places. He's like, you should check out this salon where my wife and daughter go. Well, I, They're really good. Do like, we think that the wife didn't know that he had a sex house and all this stuff? I don't know about the sex house. I don't know. But like and he was seeing I think other probably, people. And- I think probably just like anybody in those relationships probably knew. But then you start showing it off. Yeah. And you're going to be out here big yeah, and bold, yeah, yeah, yeah. chest out. You're right. That's another fucking mm-hmm. story. Yeah. Right? If you're going to do it, you need to be quiet about it. You keep that shit under lock and yeah. key. So yeah. Betsy catches them. She's at the salon. She catches them walking by canoodling in front of her salon. It's almost like he wanted to be caught. If he wanted to be caught, why not just tell her? I think he just Because he has a lot be- of control in that relationship. He, I mean, and not that that's a good thing, but like, why not just tell her rather than letting her like find yeah. out? Find out. Yeah. It just Ugh. feels like a power trip, a power play. Yeah. Power move. I can do whatever I want. Mm-hmm. Look at me. I can do whatever I want. And I can have this hot, young, I mean, at this point, what, 19-year-old, 20-year-old on my arm and do whatever I want and be in public anytime I want because I am who I am. He sounds like a joy. Yeah. So she's furious, of course. Yeah. Because now you're you're out and proud and yeah. what you shouldn't be, sir. It's yeah. humiliating. 
Um, she's furious. She tells Alfred, dump the mistress, and it's time to rein in that cash flow. She's like, I'm taking care of the books now. Ooh. We're done. So I'm taking care of these books. So she's forced Alfred to cut off any checks, no more money, Dunzo Washington. Mm-hmm. She done. And so Vicky is like, she's she's like lost. She's like, I she has no money. Cause she didn't save. She didn't take care of herself. She has no way. She doesn't know what to do. It's right. Just, Cause I mean, she was on her own for how baby. long before she became the mistress of somebody who was taking care of everything her financially. Kid? She's 17. Well, living in her house that he was paying for. Yeah. Oh and probably gosh. maybe paying for help and yeah. stuff like yeah. that so that she could be available to him. Um, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, they had a live in maid, mm-hmm. so I'm certain they probably a nanny of some yeah. kind. I will say that the vanity fair show did not mention her son at all. Mm. In fact, I didn't find out that she had a son until I did some more research, wow. which I found out so something I guess later. It's also possible that maybe the son was back with her parents or something. Could have been. Yeah. Yeah. Mom. Um, Mm-hmm. all kind of briefly like when she when she was killed he wasn't with her he had been with his grandmother so i don't know if he was just like spending the night or was there mm-hmm. for the weekend mm-hmm. or whatever so, yeah okay so there's all right yeah i don't know at any rate vicky's lost she doesn't know what to do she's not making money she never managed her money and she's never been taught how to manage her money she's literally was a baby child ten thousand dollars a month yep. in like 70s 80s money can you imagine? Can you, how like, do you spend that much? I, I, you were living one hell of a lifestyle. Because all I can think is like, I'd be socking that shit into a savings Fuck account. Yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah. So um, she's just like, uh, I don't know what to do. So she just starts dating guys. Like she's like, I need, basically I think in her head, she was just like, I need to be taken care of. But she's still seeing what's his face no. too? Or no, they've no, broken it off. It's done. Okay. Yeah. My, Betsy was like, not on my watch. Yeah, exactly. So we're, this is over. Yeah. Um, but she's, you know, she's basically like, I need to survive. She's doesn't really have a clue what to do. Right. Alfred's out of the picture. She's on a quest to find a husband at this point. She's like, I need to settle down, get married, find somebody who is single, who I can settle down with. Um, she starts dating, of course, influential people, mm-hmm. mostly important moneyed men. You know, that's that's the her MO. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's beautiful, so why not? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, she even once was connected with Cary Grant. I mean, so she was she was going who was also older. considerably older, older at yeah. that time. Yeah. I mean, she's got a type. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, daddy. Now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, of course. And that to her is, a, you know, safety, security, money, security, all the That's things love. that she's never had. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's easy to see how that she fell into that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, you don't have to be a psychiatrist to see. Right. That <laughs> writing on the wall. Um, but in 1975, so just a couple of years later, Betsy Bloomingdale is caught in her own scandal. Betsy Bloomingdale. What a name. I know. It's, she, she, yeah. I, I'm like picturing her in mm-hmm. my head right now. Charles. She's exactly what you imagine. Yeah. 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 Yes. Is it what? Yes. With what the, you've the, pictured. The is, Nancy yes. Reagan. Yeah. Haircut. Yeah. You got a yep. helmet. You got some pearls. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You nailed it. A Chanel suit. Mm-hmm. 1975. Yeah. She, they're traveling. They're in Paris. Her and Alfred have gone for the summer or the spring. Sorry. They're coming home um, back to LA. She bought a bunch of really nice gowns, uh, but she falsified the paperwork and said that they, she paid less for them than she had. And customs was like, I will never Shelley. understand rich people. I know. I'm like, you're just creating problems. Yep. 
Because yeah. I'm just like, this didn't need to be an issue. No. What, what's wrong with you? You could have just paid you? your taxes yeah. and been done with it. What, what the fuck? Yeah. <sighs> she is, Customs was like, we're not fucking playing. And they convicted her with a felony. So she's like, during this time, Betsy is busy. She's distracted. She's got her own scandal going on. Oh. Alfred's like, hmm. While the cat's <laughs> Hey, Vicky. <laughs> Miss you. <laughs> miss you once you back in my life he's zombied yeah he comes back and this time he rents her a nice new place right above the sunset uh her allowance jumps up to eighteen thousand dollars a month that's how bad he wants her back in her life <sighs> bitch better save this please time please learn your oh, lesson she doesn't girl. she doesn't because she ends up with a roommate in noho so yeah. we know she doesn't yeah but girl i oh i cannot imagine just being given Dude, that much money. 18, Even eighteen thousand a month now would be yeah. fucking awesome. K, I would take a thousand dollars a month. Oh yeah, just extra just money, extra. and that would go straight into my savings. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. For yep. as long as we're together, a thousand dollars a month. Let's go. Fine. Uh, this wasn't, of course, at no cost to her. Alfred was very possessive and wanted to know all of her comings and goings. He's like, I'm paying for something, and I want to make sure I know exactly what's going on. He is relentless in his manipulations. She's really trapped in this lifestyle. And for her, she knows she's trapped because she's lived without it. So she knows what this is, what it means to not be with it. Had a real job ever in her entire life. Developed any skills. Ever because she's never life. really had to. She's still seventeen year olds old, and her and in my mind, this is still the brain of a seventeen year old who's never ever had to ever take care of themselves. Yeah, yeah, insane. Um, she starts taking Valium to deal with it. Basically, kind of again feeling trapped in this just made a numb out circle, right? Yeah, just numbing herself exactly to her daily life. Mm-hmm. Um, she starts to also drink heavily. Her friends are just like, uh you really need to cut back on the the booze and the drugs. Sloppy. It's, it's starting yeah. to get sloppy, right? And um, in October of 1979, Vicky, at 27, she checks herself into rehab in a mental health facility. She's like, I need to get my shit together. Yeah. This is not good for me. Mm-hmm. She at least has the sense enough to be like, get your shit back together. Yeah. And she, at this time, she's still dating Alfred. So it's not nothing like that's changed. So of course her situation hasn't changed, but she is in a place where she's like, I at least want to take care of myself. It's in this facility that she meets Marvin Pancoast. Marvin fascinated by Vicky. He is absolutely just smitten kitten. He's like her proximity to Hollywood and celebrity. And though Marvin isn't interested in her romantically because he's gay, they connected while they were in treatment. The best place to connect with somebody. Oh, this yeah. when you're both at your weakest, most vulnerable. I mean, they yeah. tell you not to do they, that. Yeah. Right. Literally tell But people. I can totally see how it would happen. Of course. You're still trying to make human connections mm-hmm. in your, who else are you going to have and that with? In your you? head, you're like, this person understands what I'm That's going right. Nobody else is going to understand what I'm going through more right. than somebody else who's going through the same thing. Yeah. And after three months in rehab, she is on her way back home. She is completed the program. She is now once again back with Alfred, who is ecstatic to have her back in his life because he is now looking at launching his own political career. He is part of Reagan's kitchen cabinet, which oh, I don't know if you're familiar with. Yes. Yeah. So he had like a bunch of his good old boy buddies, good old boys, by the way, who are like wealthy, you know, mm-hmm. 
Ugh. Yeah, Real, yeah wealthy Republican worst. white men. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Worst yeah. president. Which is basically, it's an informal group of power elites, right, in yeah. L.A., so who are helping him with some of his decision-making, and also these people are helping him to you know finance campaigns etc cetera, etc cetera. and i think some of them with the intention that after all said and done maybe they get a little bit of this pa- piece of this power too right, right? which that's how, does it, actually, works. how it works yeah. does actually happen yeah. yep. for most of them vicky would accompany alfred to trips to dc and even stayed in the same hotel as he and his wife he would she would literally just be a couple floors below them in, Bold case, as in case he got the urge that he would just what would he tell down. betsy I don't know. How is she she on a plane, a private jet, going to like all these places like Yeah, they got her point, in the cargo hold or what? Like at some point she's gotta be like just blinders on and just like whatever. It is what it is. Yeah. yeah. You know, I don't know. Um, but it floors me for sure. Uh she and he would take her to events and she would be introduced as Alfred's friend. This is Alfred's friend. <laughs> My friend. My this friend. is my friend. A child, yeah. practically. A woman who's like, yeah, 30 something years younger than me. 40. 40. 40. Yeah. Almost 40 years younger. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. This is my friend. My little We're buddy. Just my little buddy. We're just friends. This is, you know, again, just insane, right? Although um, Alfred had really kind of set himself up for this glamorous appointment in his mind, you know, going through all this stuff with you know, Reagan, he's like, I'm probably going to get this nice ambassador position, but shit hits the fan. He finds out that he has throat cancer. Mm. He ends up at US UCLA for an emergency surgery and they end up giving him a terminal diagnosis. Oof. So it went from, you know, fast plans, yeah. fun times to going downhill very quickly. Um, Vicky, for her part, was with him nearly every single day at the hospital. Um, Alfred, while in the hospital, pledge, pledges to support her with a ten thousand dollar monthly stipend. To which Betsy Bloomingdale's like, um, actually, yeah, I don't no. fucking think so. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She's like, I no, that's not going to happen. That's no, thank you. Vicky retaliates by si- filing an eleven million dollar palimony suit. Wow, he's not even in the grave yet by the way this is all happening before he's even. oh my god wow it's icky well, that's just in bad taste it's just poor taste it's just not oh. done oh betsy darling <laughs> i'm so devastated to you she, she might uh, i mean no oh, that's that's rough she uh, she kind of has a point well betsy's attorneys say that if she's been getting money for him for this affair then basically it's quote prostitution which is illegal in the state of Ooh. california yikes her lawyers are like well couldn't he have just changed his will to put her in it like I, I why know. couldn't he just do that and just give her a lump sum and call it a fucking day right uh, it, because probably because probably for betsy it's like she's not going to maintain a ten thousand dollar a month where it's like she's been willing to look the other way for a lot of this stuff i yeah. bet you if he had just given her a lump sum and, and just like that was it be and gone just be gone Mm-hmm. That yeah. maybe that would have been fine. Right. In her $11 million suit, which she continued to press after Bloomingdale died in August the 23rd, um, August 23rd, Morgan claimed that for 12 years that she had served as his therapist. Oh, babe. To help the founder I of mean, the Diners Club and the heir to the Bloomingdale department store chain, quote, overcome his Marquis de Sade complex. I mean, women do be 
do be like that. We do mm-hmm. be therapists. Yeah. For mm-hmm. men. So <laughs> the way. <laughs> oh, the ball, big balls on. Well, she's got to. Oh, like, yeah. what I other mean, options yeah, yeah. does she, she have? Like, yeah, she she doesn't have. She's never worked Imagine a day in her life. G- what would that interview even be like? Like, you have no job history at all. None. And she's got to be what in her mid mid twenties. She's like late twenties, twenty eight. Yeah, late twenties yeah. at this point. Yeah. No job history yeah. at all. <laughs> what would she be qualified to do? Nothing. Morgan yeah. also sought a one million dollar um, under uh, sought one million dollars under contracts that Bloomingdale signed in February of nineteen eighty two while he was hospitalized for cancer in which he promised her half of his interest in showbiz pizza franchises. <gasps> showbiz, pizza. showbiz pizza. Holy crap. Wow. Yeah. That but brings again, me back. In August, he dies. Uh, the palimony, palimony suit is not really looking... It's not like it looking like it's going to come up roses for Vicky. Um, in which she's, again, never had a job. So she's like, I need to do something. I need to capitalize on this relationship. What can I do? Mm-hmm. I'm going to write a tell-all book. Well, all right. And there Betsy is like, cease and desist. <laughs> Vicky and her co-author are going to dish everything, including possible secrets and scandalous details. And the Reagans are probably also like... every sweating. Shut the fuck up. Every, yeah. <laughs> immediately. Everybody is sweating. Yeah. Everyone is she sweating. She knows too much. She does know too much. She knows too much because she's been in everything. And also she's, he told her everything. Even yeah. like he was, he would tell her like stuff they talked about in those secret, you know, kitchen cabinet meetings. She knew everything. I bet Reagan went to Betsy and was just like, pay up, just pay up, just pay up. Well, scandal, right? Scandalous details. Secrets are, you know, coming together. The co-author of the book is go out trying to shop the book to a bunch of different publishers Basically, a book that, quote, Vanity Fair said Watergate would make Watergate look like a playground. Ooh, wee. Nice. Baby. Ooh, I'd read that. I know. The book isn't selling, though, and she has to sell her Mercedes and pawn her jewelry. Oh, no. She is no longer able to afford her luxury rental and ends up in Studio City apartment with us poors. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> not Studio City. <laughs> not the Studio City. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, with the poors. <laughs> Studio City is actually a nice area. The nice yeah. to, to everyone who's not nice. from LA. Like, yeah. it's, I freaking love Studio City. It's just, City. it's not, it's not Brentwood. It's not Beverly Hills. Yeah. It's not Bel Air. <laughs> She, it is in the valley. Mm-hmm. The, the Bel Air of the valley. Yeah, <laughs> it really is the Bel Air of the valley. Oh my God. She is falling into a deep depression. Marvin is one of the few people who actually is still around. So Marvin that she'd met, Pancoast, yeah. that she mm-hmm. met through, you know, the um, rehab center is the only guy who seems to be like still her friend and keeps coming around. And he ends up moving in with her. And says he'll help out with the rent. But Marvin has some issues of his own. He is clinically diagnosed with schizophrenia Mm. as well as being um, depressive. I don't remember what kind of depression, so I don't want to put that out there Mm -hmm. without remembering exactly what it was. Neither he or Vicky are able to maintain jobs. They are struggling to make ends meet. Uh, They fall way behind on all of their bills. Both are about to end up literally without a home they're about to be kicked out on the streets because they're being evicted from their apartment he has been um he'd been employed actually for 18 months as a xerox operator at the william morris agency a job that he left in january so this was like he did have a job for a short period of time at william morris also xerox operator like that was a job yeah what do you do he make copies that's it boy and also can you imagine we literally eliminated a job Uh uh-huh 
Yeah. What do all the copy boys do now? <laughs> Xerox operators. Difficult to say. If you used to be a Xerox operator in the 80s, <laughs> right in. Yeah. <laughs> what did you transition we into? We want to know. Vicky had not gotten a job since filing the lawsuit. Um, it's during this downward spiral that um, on the day they were beat to be evicted, Panko says, is when he lost it. He said he couldn't take it anymore. That's what he told the police. Again, though, his attorney, his attorney thinks, you know, his mom... Panko's mom finds him a really good attorney and the attorney's like, they interview him on the show and they're like, he's like, it just didn't make sense to me. Mm-hmm. You know, like he's not a dangerous person. He's never been a dangerous person. And even though he has had some mm-hmm. mental, you know, health diagnoses yeah. in the past, he's never been a d- danger to anyone, mm-hmm. you know? So, so it's like what happened. Yeah. What happened to make this, you know, go this far as a bat. I mean, that's incredibly it's, violent. It's incredibly violent. They said that even when he went to the uh, the police station, he had no blood on him. He he was just it, and it feels like as though he was very disoriented. But he just anyway. you think he just like walked in and found her. And so then- he, there is some speculation, right? So, but he does sign a confession on paper in North Hollywood PD. He's like claiming he's like I did it. He's like, but he is now that his attorney is sitting down with him. He's like tell me everything that happened. He's like, I don't know. He's like, I woke up. She was dead. I was confused. I assumed I must've killed her. So now mm. he's basically recanting. He's like, I, he's like, I just assumed that maybe I lost it. I know we'd been fighting or whatever. And he's like, I just maybe did it. You know, there have been multiple stories like this. Like I heard a dateline that was similar to this and I'm always kind of like, I can understand wanting to go to the police because right. What else you, you don't do? know what else you're going to do. But maybe go to the police and say that, like, say that you don't know what happened. Yeah. Yeah. You know, maybe don't confess immediately. Right. But, you know, who knows where his his headspace was, was yeah. at the time. Exactly. I mean, it's very traumatic to like, very they traumatic. were friends. Yeah. So, yeah. And it just did it, it. Yeah. None of it really made sense to his attorney. Also, plot twist. Four days after the murder, Robert Steinberg, a well-connected Hollywood attorney, comes forward with three Betamax videotapes with Vicky having sex with White House officials. Oh, whoa. He said that a mysterious unidentified blonde woman had brought them to his office. Steinberg says that the woman had just told him he, she had these videos and that it would help Pancoast in his defense. Uh-huh. So... Stein, you know, the 40 minutes of video is of Vicky, Alfred, and five other unnamed Reagan associates in sexual acts allegedly taken at a Republican convention in Los Angeles where oh. Vicky had gone with Alfred. Oh. The media firestorm that followed ignited loads of theories about what was behind Vicky's real murder, right? right. So the main theory is that she had these tapes and was going to reveal all and, and her tell all book, all this stuff was going to come to light and that she became a target for murder. And Marvin would just ended up being the fall guy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Neighbors even said neighbors that were interviewed said that they, in the early morning hours after Vicky had been killed, men had been seen coming and going outside of the apartment, carrying boxes. Steinberg said that when he was asked to turn over the tapes, his office was robbed the tapes were <gasps> stolen uh-huh well now there's no proof that these v- videos even existed so did steinberg lie did he just want to get involved in this or were there actually these tapes and now they're fucking gone and destroyed wow yeah oh there totally were yeah i agree yeah, i think that there mm-hmm. were yeah this is in- i told you it was scandal it, it is. is 
so at this point, the police have nothing to do. I mean, the attorneys are like, Pancoast admitted it. We have to take him to trial. We have nothing else to say that it couldn't have been him. So they do. Pancoast's attorney theory is that they now, you know, again, now that the theory is out of the water, they have to go to trial. When going through the evidence, they find that a police had done a shoddy job of collecting evidence. Basically, he'd gone to the police and they're like, he's like, I did it. So they didn't take all that time to fingerprint the crime mm-hmm. scene, to fingerprint the baseball bat, to do any blood or any analysis at all. At all. Nothing. The inventory for the product or the evidence had been was really just poorly handled. All of it was just shoddy. Um, no inventory of anything evidential to support that someone else could have done it. So that he has nothing. They don't have any. Oh my goodness. Anything. There's no fingerprints of somebody else. Nothing that could even help his defense at this point. Um, but then on the flip side, they also like don't have anything except his confession because they don't have his fingerprints mm-hmm. on the bat. Or right. I mean, they do like have that. the bat and evidence, I think at mm. this point, I don't know. I didn't, they didn't go further into that except to just say that they just didn't have any evidence that would help him. Yeah. Um, and on July 5th of 1984, the jury does come back with a guilty verdict, first degree murder, 25 years to life. Oof. So, I mean, it's, you know, and you can't really blame the jury. I mean, no. if they're only seeing, with yeah. the evidence that's at hand, I mean, they mm-hmm. don't, everything else is speculation. I'm betting they probably couldn't even introduce the idea of this tapes. Yeah. Cause they, yeah, it doesn't. Yeah. And you don't and, have them and the laws eyes, they don't even exist at this point. Right? right. So nearly a year and a half. So like salt in wound a year and a half after the murder of Vicky, Vicky is awarded a portion of her palimony <laughs> suit. The court had decided that Alfred's signed hospital business arrangement should be upheld and she would receive $200,000. It's not very much money, but um, that's how I found out that she had a son because Mm -hmm. um, it went to her son. Yeah. Oh, that's good. So, yeah. Wow. Isn't that wild? That is so wild. I have never heard that story. I can't believe it. I'm like, I can't believe for this scandal that that was that it's not more well known. Yeah. 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 You know, yeah. When there are rich, powerful people involved, yeah. like I just have to believe. I I tend to believe the worst. Yeah. Like I'm like. Well, and the funny, the the Dominic Dunn aspect of it too is that he was also friends, ran in the same circles. They were a very wealthy family. They also ran in many of the same circles. Oh, I'm totally gonna read that article. And Betsy, yeah, um, it's in the archives of uh, Vanity Fair archives. Okay. It'll be in our show notes as well yeah. on the I website the for anybody who also wants to read the article yeah. oh and yeah, he's, he's an a, incredible he's writer a good writer incredible yeah. writer yeah. and that's the thing it's like he just knows how to tell a story mm-hmm. you know um but you know his involvement in the case or him his involvement in writing the story was like i guess of course betsy bloomingdale was just you know furious fit mm-hmm. to be tied i can't yeah. believe you would how dare you Wow. Sorry, you wow. write the story about my family that's a good one that really was shocking that's right twisty yeah. turny yeah want to see those tapes oh no i don't actually they're I probably don't. awful Ew, a bunch yeah. of old white men and they're and entitled and terrible Ew. i'm and sure suck yeah oh bad oh no yeah no. no thank you no thank you <laughs> well what are you guys watching this week i have to you already spoiler alerted it because oh, i have I to know. talk about the book i read we have to we have to <laughs> readers I, okay you 
have got. <laughs> I'm, cast- I'm getting it. I'm going to read it like this weekend because you two have been. I was just in the mood for a spicy novel. I just mm-hmm. read a bunch of like really intense stuff. And I'd read one that was like, eh, it was OK. But I was looking for something a little bit more specific, a little more enemies to lovers. And I found this book at area and it had tons of good reviews. So I was like, well, can't go wrong. Right. So holy shit. <laughs> I was halfway through the book and I was like, ladies. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and, and Christina, I know whenever you're like, this is a really good <laughs> romance, spicy book. Yeah. I'm like, oh, it like, it's, listen, it's, 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 romance definitely has a, uh, a cadence yeah. and, and a vibe. So it, it fits in that. But the tension that she was able to build Ooh. and then the sex scenes in that Holy book are shit. so spicy my nips are getting hard right now just talking about it <laughs> it's honestly. good as hell i was it's, like fucking it's, christ it's called twisted hate it's by anna hong hong i think yeah. yeah and um it's part of a series but you can read it it's, as a standalone yeah, it's, it's the fine. third in a series and um and i didn't read the first two which is normally very against my nature but it had had such great reviews and even compared to the first two books the first two mm-hmm. books were rated okay but the, the third one i was like this sounds this sounds fun <laughs> yeah <laughs> and yeah it, it is it is spicy it's wow. it's a throw against the wall delivers deliver and what i like about it is um and you don't see this often enough. I loved the dirty talk yes. in the sex mm, scenes. Hot. I need that. Yeah. I love that. Ooh, I love that. There's not enough of that. I'll tell you what, the sex scenes. <laughs> this is probably one of the best books I've read. <laughs> and, and when it comes to that. Yeah. And she doesn't, once you get to them, it took a minute to get to them. But once she gets to them. They it's keep on. Delivering. It's worth it. That's what it's I need. Worth it. She keeps yes, delivering. Because I hate it. Like, if it takes a minute, that's okay. But if it takes a minute and then you get one and then you get like another hundred pages before you get another one. Oh, no, I it's hate not like that. that. No. Yeah. It's on. Yeah. It's on. Once on, it's on, on, it's on. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Keegan, I can't wait. No, I'm into it. I'm going to do it. Like, I'm so, I, I want to relive it through you. Literally, right before <laughs> we started recording, I asked you to resend because I'm just like, well, shit, I guess I have to read this book now. Yeah. Twisted hate. Can't definitely listeners write in that's that it literally was like my perfect romance yep. book it was enemies to lovers yep. dirty talking sex scenes spicy on point spicy scenes. so <sighs> if there's other books like that yeah, out there us. please kelly i'm us. looking at you exactly mm-hmm. kelly <laughs> miss boobies and newbies over here <laughs> we can put a link to this book in the show notes on the yeah. website too Perfect. if anybody wants to like check it out then you have Honestly. a centralized place to go find it yeah because yeah. it was yeah. like that time i bought that vibrator i'm like fuck i should have made it right affiliate gotta, like- <laughs> i think it sold like fucking 40 of them yeah. but- um well i saw barbie yeah i saw barbie so last night i want to see it it's so good i cried Aww. i cried like in two spots Aww. and it's just it's a it's just fun. Yeah. It's just like, this is what I wanted yep. at the movies. Like, I just wanted to like go do something that is just like fun and enjoyable and lighthearted. And everybody in the theater is laughing with yeah. you. And like, it's a visual spectacle yeah. and it's just like a really good time. Yeah. Nice. Which I feel like I haven't had at the movie theater in a long time. Mm-hmm. So highly recommend i it's one of those that like is such a good time that i would honestly see it again in theaters oh fun you know which i usually don't repeat too much um at the movie theater but i would see this one again because it's just 
Have you seen the the posters where they're putting quotes? Of oh, like amazing. <laughs> oh, my God. I was looking at them last night. But people took one star reviews uh-huh. and made movie posters out Perfect. of them because they're hilarious. I love I love a one. You know, I love they're like the feminist agenda run amok. And like, <laughs> I'm like, you know, this Barbie. is making it look yeah. so, much so much more fun. Yeah, yeah they're like exactly. so many confusingly attractive people. <laughs> and I will amazing. say ryan gosling amazing is so attractive in this movie wow and, and, and it's hard conf- it's confusing it is confusing he's confusingly attractive okay in this in this movie because he's you can just tell he is having so much oh fun. i love that like, i love you can that. just tell he's having so much fun like there's a whole song and dance number that he I, has and it's just he's I don't know. He's back, baby. And Just I having a good it. time. I, having a good time. Nice. We call it. So good. We called it, it in January, didn't we? Yep. We mm-hmm. did. Yes. yes we put year. it out there. Renaissance. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Well, if you guys have terrible date stories if you have spicy books mm. to recommend tell us if you just want to reach out and say hello go to our one-stop shop of a website it's myworstdatepodcast.com and we love you so much cheers this is a glass box media podcast